Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Public phone charging stations are wickedly popular, uh, and the FBI is now issuing a warning against using public charging stations in places like airports, hotels, uh, shopping centers. This is making me a bit scared, 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 afraid, because I use these all the time. You know, when you go to the airport and you don't want to dig out your charger or if you have just that one cord and. Yeah, I do too. Oh, especially the hotel. Yeah, they say that bad guys have figured out ways to use those public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto your device. So you could be unknowingly connecting your phone to bad stuff through USB, which includes software that can give hackers access to your device. So if you're at an airport, should you just plug in to a regular electrical outlet? Yes, that's a very simple workaround. Just bring your full charging cable with the brick. There aren't any issues with charging through a plug. It's just when you stick your cable directly into a USB port. Mm. And the FBI was not uh, specific about locations or cases. They're just calling this a general advisory. So okay. that's, that's a relatively easy workaround. Because in most places, you got the option of both. Yeah. You know, I do prefer the USB because I feel like it charges faster with that than it does through the electrical mm-hmm. plug. Outlet, yeah. But that's a price I'm willing to pay for security. I saw that on the news this morning. They're calling it juice jacking. That's, juice jacking. that's what this is called, juice, juice jacking. jacking. Yeah. Right. Uh, meanwhile, young people sometimes give older folks a bad rap for being resistant to change. But what's interesting is these four-day work weeks that we're seeing more and more that have become popular, at least for now, may be going the other way because of our youngest workers. Forbes just published the results of a work-related survey And one of the questions they asked was about people's interest in four-day work weeks. And surprisingly, not a lot of people were into it. Uh, Just 32%. Yeah, less than a third of older folks would like to work one less day. This kind of shocks me a little bit. I mean, is it because they want to go in every day or do they want to like, is it messing up the routine? What's the point? Do they not want to work as much during the week? It doesn't like, you know, say. In those four days? Well, I'm talking about people between the ages of 58 and 76. Uh, only 32% of older folks would like to work one less day. And the interest declined from there. 24% of people aged 42 to 57 were into the four-day work week. 19% of people ages 26 to 41 were into it. And only 12% of workers between the ages of 18 and 25 wanted an extra day off. Who did they talk to? <laughs> well, and I'm this? not sure how they pitched it. Whether yeah. it was, what did they say? How was the question asked? Yeah, like, was it framed, hey, do you want fewer work days with the same pay? Or did they say, do you want fewer work days with less pay or fewer work days with more hours per day? So 40 hours in four days instead of five, maybe they... 
proposed it in mm -hmm. such a way that it didn't seem appealing. But uh, it was my understanding that just scaling back to four days a week, uh, still doing the 40 hours, you know, but just doing a, a slightly longer day, they were seeing an increase in productivity in certain fields. So I don't. Well, I think in those four days, you would have to like bust your butt to get everything done that you typically would get done in that fifth day. So it's like you have to, I feel like you have to be more productive because you're going to be cramming everything in so you can get it done to be off on the extra day. Now, I saw a separate study done in the UK, and this was this was just based on the statistics of companies that had already employed it. And they were given the option of participating where they would, they would do the four-day work week, but they wouldn't be required to work extra hours. You know, so instead of working 40 hours a week, they're working 32. And they saw an increase or the same level of productivity with less hours and less work per week than they did with a full five-day week. Oh, I believe that. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I guess there's something about that third day that, you know, if if, if you're looking to this study, maybe it just it rejuvenates people to the point where they really are that much more, you know, they get more done in, in a shorter amount of time. Because they have to be so focused. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe they're just motivated. They're less distracted. They're more. They're better rested. Less well, walking around and I talking to people. I mean, thing. like, it's I enjoy that part of work, but I also enjoy taking a day off. Like, so, yeah. I only got four weeks to get this, or four days to get this done. Yeah. And if I don't get on it right now, I love you, Tim, but leave the desk. I don't have time to chat. Yeah. So maybe having three days off in a row, you come back to work on Monday or Tuesday or whatever day, days you work, and you're just more focused and you get more done. More rejuvenated, less mm -hmm. worn out. I don't know. And maybe you don't feel like you need to take a break as much during the day yeah. to socialize or yes. do other things. The jury's still out, but I, I mean, I guess if you prefer to work five days, have at it. Yeah, we need more time to look at the... We're the all for the four days. I am all about <laughs> it. But the challenge is for us, we I don't think we would ever be able to do it. A, there's no way we could do more hours on the air. And B... Like, what day would we take off? And would one of us always have to be here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about broadcast from home days? I, I hate the way home broadcasts sound. I, I know people I know. do it, and I know that we have the technology. I just think it sucks. Yeah. Train wreck Thursdays. <laughs> Pretty much. I just remember, it's funny because I keep getting all of these old memories from when we were at home during COVID. So this time, three years, whatever, ago. Three years ago, it keeps coming up in my stories and it's, it is literally like pictures of the three of you. And then my kid in the bottom corner as like the fourth face on the yeah. Zoom call <laughs> or whatever, because she would just hijack everything all the time. I mean, there may, there may come a day where maybe we have to do it because, you know, one of us is, you know, Laid up or, or sick or, or something, something or, you know, need it's it's a better alternative than having to take time off or just, you know, life circumstances present, present themselves in a way that you don't really have a choice. But it's not mm -hmm. my first choice, at least not now anyway. Yeah, same. OK, the next time you go out to eat, um, I don't know if you're someone who more often than not finds that service just seems to suck for you no matter where you go or. Or maybe, generally speaking, you 
you get pretty good service wherever you go. Why? Well, a lot of it probably has to do with the way you treat others, the way you treat mm-hmm. the server. You know, attitude can have a lot to do with it. But a study found recently that dressing up might actually help you get better service. Really? Researchers at the University of Missouri had 222 waiters and waitresses look at pictures of random people. And these servers had to guess whether each person would leave a good tip or not. And the evidence is clear. They were much more likely to assume that they would get a good tip from people who were a little dressed up. Do they think it's because they have, like, are they... Do they give the perception that they're wealthier or have more money because they have nicer clothes on? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. If you if you dress up, you might get treated better. I mean, it could make an even bigger difference for guys because evidently, according to the study, well-dressed men were seen as the best tippers. Like maybe when you would go to the... When you have like a nice suit on or something, yeah. Like that. Oh man, this guy's a little got jacket. Some, yeah, he's. I would think he's that probably about, got money for good. I tip. would think that too. Maybe like if you had on a nice sport coat or like a jacket. Yeah, and typically, like when when we go to dinner in most places, not all places, but I mean, you know, and in even casual fine dining places, I I like to throw on a sport coat. Yeah, even if you have a t shirt on with a sport coat. Yeah, and. Uh, I mean, I don't, it's, I'm trying to think of the last time I had really, I don't think I've ever had really bad service. I've had troubled service. Or Mm -hmm. slow. Yeah. But But see, I think the thing about us is like, first of all, I don't, we don't eat out like a ton, but if we go somewhere that it's like service, I feel like, I feel like because we don't mind, we're never in a rush to get in and out of anywhere if we decide to eat out. Then maybe if the service is a little slow or it lacks, we kind of nestle in with like a nice drink mm-hmm. and embrace the fact that it might take a little while. Yeah. You know, even if like you go to like a, you know, a wing joint, just, oh, we'll take another beer while we're waiting on those chicken wings or whatever. Yeah, you don't always have that luxury, but if you're relatively well-dressed... And you're nice, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably do really well. I'm I'm just telling you what the study says. It just it might be worth trying. Just throw it on a sport coat on top of your pajamas, Tim, when you go to Cracker Barrel on Sunday. <laughs> oh, you never know. Yeah, I, I'd like to delve into that some more and just learn like is is it because they assume you got money? I would think so. I mean, I've talked to waiters and waitresses that will tell you immediately when someone sits down, they can tell you that they're going to be a good or a bad tipper. Hmm. And it's just like they're judging right from jump. Yeah. Like, it could be they have a lot of kids or they don't have any kids or they're dressed in pajamas or they're not. And I would say... For, and they're uh, like nine times out of ten, I'm usually right. On the flip side of the table is I can tell whether the server is going to be solid or on another planet. Within two seconds, mm-hmm. because I out my first question. Not every place, but usually, if it's a place I've never been before, I'll say, "Hey, what is the best thing on the menu, and what do I not need to waste my time with?" And if they say to me, "Oh, ma'am, sir, everything on the menu is great," okay, I know you're lying. <laughs> I know those chicken tenders are from Cisco, and you just drop them in. I, and but the lasagna is homemade. 
Or if they say, well, the most popular thing, that's not what I asked you. Yeah. I don't care what the, the most popular thing, thing is. What is the best thing and what do I not need to waste my time with? That drives me nuts if, about. But if they yeah. say, oh, God, skip the fish and chips. It's horrible. You're then like, I'm like, oh, this in? person is my people. <laughs> I like it's when they be answer good. when they're like, I'm new. You're like, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget it. I'm out of here. Never mind. My boyfriend does that too. He'll be like, is that any good? I'm like, they're not going to say no, babe. Yeah. Every now and then they'll be like, yeah, I'd get the number. I'd or, get the, uh, or if uh, I say, what's your favorite thing? And they immediately pick the most expensive thing on the menu. Yeah. I lose trust. I like the hatchet steak. I lose trust. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is when I travel, especially if I'm in a new town or I go to a restaurant I've never been to before. Uh, my thing is, I want to know what do you guys do better than anyone else? That's like, a great is there, question. Is there one thing on the menu that is an absolute must try? Yes, like I have to have this. I cannot leave here without it. Yeah. And the other night we were just we were just at Baru. Mm-hmm. It's a new sushi place downtown. It's on the corner of Race and Sixth. I'm a spokesperson for it. Full disclosure. But this is a perfect example. When I sit down, my server Pierre, you know, we're going over the things in the menu. The menu looks fantastic. Everything was fantastic. But one of the things that he suggested was the edamame. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm sure it's great, but yeah. like I can get edamame anywhere. But right. but he's like, he's saying this edamame is really something. And so <laughs> he he brings it over and oh my God. It's so good. Right. And it, and it was the least expensive thing in that category. But what so that should so have been good. a hint to me from the beginning. It's the seasoning. It's the glaze. It's the okay. way they prepare. I don't know. It's some kind of magic. Because I feel the same <laughs> way, even though you're trying to sell it to me. I'm like, meh. I know. Yeah. Just telling you. <laughs> you know, try the other things, too. But get, but, but start with the edaname. Right. Oh. And I'll, <laughs> I'll move on. We got other things to do. But the, um, the uh, oh, it's like these these fried chicken skins. That are in like this uh, honey sriracha glaze is out of this freaking you world. You had me a chicken skin. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. <laughs> Sounds oh, good. They're amazing. All right. Enough of that. Seven or 824. <laughs> Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, Kelsey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What What was the last great thing you ate at a restaurant recently? You're like, oh, that was amazing. I recommend it. You got to try the blank at blank. Oh, well, I've been on a diet, so I haven't been eating out much. But last night, I made some chicken that was delicious. Ooh. How'd you prepare it? Did you bake it? Did you fry it? It was a cheese stuffed chicken. It was was Mm. good. Nice. What kind of cheese did you use? (laughs) Uh, Mozzarella. Mozzarella. All right. That sounds good. Did you season it with anything? Uh, garlic. I like it. It's always right. a win. Well, we're going to try to win you $1,000 with the 1K letter of the day. Inside this envelope is a letter that if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with that letter, you will win $1,000. Now, you can't use the same answer more than once, and the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. 
But let's see what you got here. Uh, right. Oh, look at you. You got the letter S. S? Yep. Oh, wow, Kelsey. This is Hi. very exciting. S as in salsa. I feel like we can oh, do this. Salsa. Yeah. All right, so we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. And I need something to write with. Hang on. Do you got a pen over there, buddy? I do. You need one of these felts? Got it. All right, I will not start the timer until Tim is finished asking the first question. Letter S. All right. Kelsey, here we go. Name me something that you would buy at Kroger. Salt. A body part. Saliva. A candy. Snickers. Something black. Sneakers. A flower. Sunflower. A medicine. A pass. Something in a jar. Pass. Something you squirt. Pass. A vacation spot. Salt Lake City. A bad smell. <laughs> Too bad you ended on that one because the S bleep 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 would have been really good. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, you got six. Oh, bummer. Oh, man. Yeah. I know. I was thinking seeds when you were saying something in a jar because you said sunflower. I was like, that was a great answer. Or and salsa. Then, oh, or, yeah, sunflower salsa. seeds. Oh, could have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah salsa, salsa would have been a good one. Right, right, right. Man. Something you squirt, sriracha. Oh, sriracha. Yeah. I got hung up on that one, too. Syrup was what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. A medicine. I have no idea. It didn't I hit me. I on that one. Yeah. I'm sure there are a million things. Sudafed. There Sudafed, you go. Yeah, Sudafed. Yeah, Sudafed. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So what do we have in tonight, Kelsey? I'm not sure yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you can get some salsa at the store. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Are you allowed to have salsa? Is that part of the diet? Yes, I can have salsa. All right. Well, good luck to you. All righty. Thank you guys. Have a good day. You too. Your health. Thanks, Kelsey. Kelsey. Take care. Bye. See you. Bye. Yeah, it's going to be nice out today. Lots of sunshine. Good day for a walk. Mostly sunny. High of 73. Right now, 46. Uh, coming up. A little bit later on, best and worst times to buy concert tickets. We've got a lot of shows. Oh, there are to town. so many great shows coming to town. Yep. And with all the crazy high ticket prices and all that, you know, there are ways that you can trim a dollar here and there, save some money. I'll tell you all about it coming up next. In the meantime, Denise has your latest traffic. What do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.